catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning, July 12th. I'm Matthew Bell. I'm Nathaniel Wilson. And this is The Point from WUFT News. The Duval County Public School District has taken down an anti-bullying video. I spoke with WJCT's Claire Heddles about her reporting on the latest LGBTQ plus school resource to vanish under a new state law. Here's Claire. So Duval schools had cut back their LGBTQ support guide earlier this year. About a month ago, they proposed a draft version of the guidance that cut out about 75% of what had been in before. So I filed a records request to the district to find out all of the conversations that they'd had about this support guide and about their response to Florida's new parental rights and education law. So it wasn't until going through these like internal district emails that I learned that they had removed this other resource that was a training for students. With changes like this coming during the summer, how is this currently affecting the community? So a lot of the advocates that I've been talking to say that they really hope that the district works this out before the school year begins because when resources just disappear or are gone, then it sort of leaves queer and trans students in limbo during the school year. So what advocates are saying to me is that they really hope the district figures this out and puts out new guidance both for their support guide and for this student training video that they took down before the school year starts. But I think that's probably unlikely since the state hasn't issued formal guidance for how schools are to apply this new Florida law to grades above third grade. And I think it might take, from what I've heard, quite a few months for before that guidance comes out. So I think there's some concern among parents and advocates that videos like this one that have been removed or resources won't come back for months and may never come back, depending on what the guidance is from the state. And who did you speak to throughout the reporting process? I've been speaking to a lot of parents. So I talked to a couple parents of trans kids who are saying how important these resources have been to make sure all of their kids' teachers are on the same page, that there's a base level of understanding of what their kids' rights are in school, and so that the onus isn't entirely on the parent to educate the teacher about their kids' federal rights or state rights. And so that's something that the parents have been telling me is really important to them to have the guidelines like they've had in place for years still communicated to to teachers. And then I've talked to Jasmine, which is a local organization that works with queer and trans youth. Um, and they work really closely with the school district in implementing programs. And so they have also been involved in some of this student training video that was taken down, as well as teacher and faculty training. So they're especially concerned about getting resources back into place before the school year starts. What do you see as the reason for the changes highlighted in your piece, but also others that have come following the Parental Rights and Education Act, as well as House Bill 7? The changes that they made really aren't necessary yet, The video that they took down was for middle and high schoolers, and there's no guidance yet about how the law applies to middle and high schoolers. So that was, in a lot of ways, a preemptive action. And the district has told me the edits they're making to the support guide, cutting it down, is also not required by the new law. So really, it's driven by 
concerns about lawsuits or fears of lawsuits. So it seems that the fear of lawsuit is guiding policy right now more than what the law actually says is in in a lot of ways. And I think that's why a lot of people have been turning out to school board meetings saying, why are these resources disappearing when the policy isn't requiring it yet? And I think pushing the school district to not act in fear or to recognize the ways acting in fear might impact the students. WJCT's Claire Heddle speaking to me about the Duval County Public School District removing an LGBTQ plus resource. Now, let's get into today's top headlines. The Florida Division of Emergency Management is warning residents in the Panhandle and Big Bend areas of the state of possible incoming heavy rainfall. FloridaStorms.org reports a tropical disturbance off the coast of North Florida moving westward through the Gulf of Mexico is producing large showers and thunderstorms. According to the CDC, floodwaters can contain dangers like downed power lines or hazardous waste. Regardless of the development of the storm, the website warns that significant amounts of rain could cause damage to the area. Last month, Miami saw nearly a foot of rain and widespread flooding from a similar system. Florida schools are seeing a dip in performance with more schools receiving F grades on this year's state report cards compared to 2019. WMFE reports that across the state, fewer schools also received A's and B's. The president of the Florida Education Association, Andrew Sparr, says the dip in performance is to be expected. Sparr attributes the COVID-19 pandemic and the recent teacher shortage to the drop in student performance. The University of Southern California Election Cybersecurity Initiative began a number of workshops for election workers last week by speaking to officials from five southern states, including Florida. The Department of Justice found no evidence of election tampering during the 2020 elections, but did find evidence of foreign misinformation campaigns. On June 30th, the U.S. Department of State announced a reward of up to $10 million for information on foreign interference in elections. WUSF reports that Florida Secretary of State Cord Byrd sent a recorded message to the workshop in which he says the state has poured its resources into securing Florida's elections. Byrd, in the past, however, has refused to answer whether he believes the 2020 presidential election was legitimate. A volunteer park ranger is finding peace by paddling the waters of Florida. 55-year-old Mariella Mason educates the public on the springs she kayaks and helps keep the waterways clean. In 2018, Mason suffered a traumatic motorcycle injury in which she lost her left leg up to her thigh, reports Atrium Magazine. Taking some time to adjust to her new way of life, Mason eventually found her way to nature with the help of some close friends. Now, with the help of her service dog, Kush, Mason finds calm taking care of Florida's natural bodies of water. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Nathaniel Wilson. I'm Matthew Bell. And you've been listening to The Point out of the University of Florida. Have a great Tuesday.